So last week, you may remember that we started to talk about seeking God. And we talked about how it is so important that we seek God, that we spend time with God. And we talked about how there are so much benefits that come from seeking God. And you remember we discovered that when you seek God, you lack no good thing. That's what scripture tells us. And you may remember that we looked at uh, Psalms 14 and verse 2, and it says, The Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand who seek God. And we talked about how God is in heaven and he's looking down and he's saying, is there anyone who will seek me? Is there anyone down there who will seek me? Any parents, any college students, any teenagers, any young adults want to seek me for the plan for their life? Are there any doctors down there that would seek me? Solicitors, nurses, uh, politicians. He's looking down and he's looking for people to seek him. And God wants us to seek him. And he's looking for people, as I say, to seek him. And we talked about that last week. And you may remember some Psalms 27 and verse 8, it says, when you said, when he's talking about God here, when you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, anyone remember? Your face, Lord, I will seek. Your face. So when God says to you, who will seek me? Will you seek me? And you, you know, we said last week, what's your answer to that? Would your answer be, your face, Lord, I will seek. And God is looking for people to seek him. And I just thought with the day that's in it, with Mother's Day, I wanted to ask the question, are there any mothers willing to seek God's face today? Are there any mothers here today or listening to my voice online that are willing to say, Lord, I seek your face for my kids. Lord, I, I am willing to seek your face for help in raising my kids. Now, I know what you're thinking this morning. There's, there's uh, three lots of you out there thinking, Woo, Angela, thanks, I'm going for a snooze. <laughs> no, 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 you're not. Because you see, even if your children our adults and our mothers and fathers themselves, I have news for you this morning. They still need you to see God. Amen. Your grandchildren, they may call you nanny. They may call you granny. They may call you rams. They may call you nan. Whatever it is they call you, you're their grand mother. Amen. They look to you as a mother figure, so you need to seek God for them too. Amen. And you might also be thinking this morning, well, sure, I'm not a mother yet. That's just a word, amen. You're not a mother yet, but you will be, amen. You will be. And men, men, listen to me. I know you're thinking this morning, this is like Father's Day for me. I can just go to sleep. Men, we need you to listen, amen. Your wives need you to listen. Your wives need your help, amen. You see, women, we have been... Um, designed emotionally and physically to carry children and to raise children and nurture children. That's what we're meant to do, and we have been designed by God to do that. But we need godly men at our side to help us do it. Amen? So please, men, don't switch off this morning. Amen? You will get something out of this. But anyway, ladies, you may remember our kickoff scripture last week. Psalm 63 and verse 1. It says, Oh God, you are my God. Early I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh longs for you. And that's my girlfriend. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, that was my bad. My bad. <laughs> oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. We need to seek God. Amen. We need to seek God because when we seek God, he will enable us and he will empower us to raise our children. And he will enable us and empower us not just to raise our children, but to raise our children in a godly manner. 
Amen. If we seek after God, he will help us to raise our children. And listen to me. If you seek after God, he will not only help you to raise your children, but he will make you stronger. He will make you bolder. He will make you more confident in your faith. And he will make you courageous. Because, ladies, in the world our children are living in today, they need mamas that are strong in their beliefs, that are confident, that are bold, and that are courageous. Amen? They need us to be strong. We have to remember that we have an enemy. And we hate talking about this guy in church, but it's a fact, we have an enemy. And he wants to trick our children. He wants to mislead our children. So our children need to have moms at home that are strong and firm and ready and willing to fight for their children. Amen? Amen? Are you ready to fight for your children? Are you willing to fight for your children? You see, I'm, I'm considered a fairly placid person. I'm pretty meek. But I have shocked a couple of people <laughs> in times past because, you see, there are three things that will get my back up. If you talk about this church badly, if you talk about my husband badly, or if you talk about my children badly, amen? It's like it's gloves are off, amen? But that's the way we should be with the enemy, with our kids, amen? Gloves are off, amen? We need to be strong where our kids are concerned. And when we spend time seeking God, he will make us stronger. He will help us. He will advance us. And there's a woman in scripture that I really believe is a mother who sought after God for her kids. And I want to introduce you to her today. Some of you know her. Her name is Jochebed. I googled it so that I pronounced it right. Anybody know who Jochebed is? She was the mother of Moses. Jochebed is the mother of Moses. Everybody say Jochebed. Jochebed. And Jochebed, there's not actually very much information on her, but she was from the house of Levi, and she married a man called Amram. And when we meet Jochebed in Exodus, in the book of Exodus, she has two children. She has a daughter named Miriam, and she has a son named Aaron, and she's pregnant with her third child, okay? So we meet her in Exodus chapter 1, and the problem is that she's an Israelite, okay? So she's living now in a foreign land in Egypt, and the Israelites, her people, are being mistreated by the Egyptians. And they've been treated as slaves, they've been used and abused as slaves, and things are not good. But the thing about it is, and the problem that she has, is that the Pharaoh at the time is beginning to get a bit weary of the Israelites because they're increasing in number and they're increasing greatly in number. And he's concerned that if they keep increasing at the rate they're increasing, that they're going to outnumber the Egyptians. And then he has a problem, okay? So what does he do? What does he do? He gives the order that every male child born from here on in is to be killed. Every male child born from here on in is to be thrown into the Nile River. And it's at this time that Jochebed goes into labor and she gives birth to... Uh, a son. Yes, she gives birth to a son. So let's see what happens. We're going to just pick it up in Exodus chapter 1, verse 22. It's just the last verse there of that chapter. So Pharaoh issued, issued a general order to all his people. Every boy that is born, drown him in the Nile, but let the girls live. Okay, so we're jumping in then to Exodus chapter 2, verse 1. A man from the family of Levi 
married a Levite woman. So this is Jochebed. And the woman became pregnant and had a son. She saw that there was something special about him and hid him. She hid him for three months. When she couldn't hide him any longer, she got a little basket boat made of papyrus, waterproofed it with tar and pitch, and placed the child in it. Then she set it afloat in the reeds at the edge of the River Nile. Wow. Us Irish would call Jochebed. We would call this woman some woman for one woman. <laughs> she, she is some woman for one woman. Amen. She gives birth. This woman gives birth to a baby boy right when Pharaoh is declaring that all baby boys are to be killed. Can you imagine the emotion? As you have to remember, in those days, they didn't have scans, amen? They didn't know if they were going to have a boy or a girl until the baby was born. Boy, girl, male, female, 50-50 chance, huh? They did not know. So ladies, can you imagine this from a woman's perspective? Because you know when you're giving birth, ladies, and all those of you that are going to give birth in the future, when that baby comes out, you just want to know that your baby is strong, your baby is healthy. You just want to know that your baby has all the right parts that it's supposed to have and that all the right parts hearts are in the right places and then you wait to hear that little first cry don't you because it's like when you hear that first cry you know he's okay she's okay can you imagine these women were no different in those days they were waiting to hear that first cry too they were waiting to get a look to make sure is everything okay everything in the right place but now they had the added concern what if it's a boy what if it's a boy and yes, they wanted to have boys because they wanted to give their husband heirs and they wanted to continue the family line. But now little boys are being killed. Jochebed, I love her, which means God's glory, by the way. I love her. She looks at her son and she doesn't panic. She doesn't drown in fear. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? It's a boy. It's a boy. What am I going to do? She doesn't. What does she do? She looks at the child and she sees a special child. She looks at the child and she sees a healthy child. She looks at her little boy and she sees a man of God. She looks at her little boy and she sees a man of God that has a plan and a purpose given to him by God. She doesn't panic. You see, Jochebed knew that it was not God's plan for this child to come into the world and then to be taken out of it just as quickly because a Pharaoh said so. Amen? Jochebed said no to the enemy. And we need to say no to the enemy, mommies, when it comes to our children. Amen? This is a mother who sought after God. She's some woman for one woman. Yeah. We need to be strong. We need to be courageous. We need to be bold and fully grounded in our faith. Amen. Because our kids need us to be. Jochebed, she was inspired by God, so she hid the child for three months. How do you do that? How do you hide a child that can cry at will for three months? She was empowered and enabled by God. He helped her to do it. Amen. He helped her to do it. Every other male child born at that time was killed, except her little boy. Amen. She saved his life because she knew God had a plan for this child. Some woman for one woman. The Bible says when she could hide him no longer, she made a, a basket boat, an ark basically, and she placed the baby in the basket and she put him on the river. 
That was hard to do too, ladies, huh? Like she's like giving birth, this is her little boy. She's had him for three months, feeding him, nursing him, cuddling him, kissing him, talking to him, singing to him. And now she has to put him in the basket and place him on the river. She's some woman for one woman, amen? But she trusted God with her child. She trusted God not to have the child killed, and then she trusted God with him, and she places him on the river. And as we said last week, the more we seek after God, the more he will reveal himself to us. And the more he reveals himself to us, the more we learn about him. And the more we learn about God, the more we will trust God, amen? Jochebed trusted God with her son, and she laid him on a basket on a crocodile-infested river, amen? And she let that basket float down along because she trusted God. She didn't know how this was going to turn out. She did not know how this was all going to play out, but she trusted God with her child, and she sent him down the Nile River. Alligators, crocodiles, snakes, deep water, a little infant, ladies, a three-month-old infant, down a massive river. But you see, can I tell you something that Jochebed knew? Can I encourage you ladies this morning as you let your children out into the world that God knows how to keep your children in the dangerous places. You know, God, God is saying to you, you know what? They may be out of your reach, ladies, but they're never out of my reach. God is faithful, isn't he? We need, as mothers, to trust God with our kids. We need to seek him out. Unfortunately, and we'd all love to do it, wrap our kids up in cotton wool and keep them home every day. Isn't that the ideal? But we have to let them go to creche. We have to let them go to play school. We have to let them advance on to big school and secondary school. We have to let them go to college. We have to let them drive. That's where we're at. <laughs> oh, gosh. We have to let them drive, and, and we have to let them drive by themselves. We have to let them go out there and work. We have to let them marry whoever it is that they choose to marry. We have to allow them to go and buy their house and move out away from our roof. Amen. We have to allow them to do that. And we have to allow them to go into a world where there are people that may not treat them nicely. And there are people that won't love them like we do. And there are people that may not have their best interests at heart. But we have to trust God. You see, in the natural, we can do everything we can to protect our children, absolutely. You know, we put parental controls on all the electronic devices. You know, we let them only go certain places. We don't let them go certain places. We let them go with some people. We don't let them go with other people. We, we tell them when they have to be home and they can't stay out any longer than this. And, you know, as they get older, we can advise them and talk to them and encourage them and stuff. We can do everything we can in the natural, but we have to protect Trust God at the end of the day. You see, Jochebed did everything she could do in the natural. She made this basket and she placed him in the basket and she made sure that the basket was waterproof so that he wouldn't get wet and that the basket wouldn't sink. She did everything that she could do to keep him in the natural, but she had to trust God then with the rest of it. And you see, when you seek God, ladies, when you seek God and when you raise your kids in church, and when you raise your kids in the things of God, it's like you're creating that basket of faith around him. You know, you're, try you're creating a basket of faith around them. And yes, they may be going down the river. Yes, they may be going through the deep water. And yes, the crocodiles may be snapping at them from every side. But no weapon formed or fashioned against them shall prosper. Amen. Are we good so far? Yeah, let's read on, verse 4. So the baby's older sister found herself a vantage point a little way off and watched to see what would happen to him. 
Don't you love this child? Pharaoh's daughter came down the Nile to bathe. Her maiden strolled down the bank. She saw the basket boat floating in the reeds and sent her maid to get it. She opened it and saw the child, a baby crying. Her heart went out to him. Say that after me. Her heart went out to him. She said, this must be one of the Hebrew babies. Do you see the plan here? Do you see the plan? She places him in the basket, puts him on the river, sends him floating down along. He happens to be at a place where the Pharaoh's daughter comes to bathe at that time. Five minutes later, he'd have been gone on down the current, amen? But he's right there at the right time when Pharaoh's daughter comes to bathe. And she comes to bathe and she, she comes and she sees the baby. The, she sends her maid to get it. The maid pulls in the basket. They open the basket and here the little boy is. Good old Moses. He cries just on time. And he cries and she's, God says, or the Bible tells us that her heart went out to him. Her heart went out to him. God softened her heart. So that not only did he bring the exact timing, he had her there at the exact time where she could pull him in out of the river, but her heart was softened when she saw him this is her enemy this is his enemy amen she's the daughter of the pharaoh that wants this baby dead and yet her heart softened towards him and she said it must be one of the hebrew babies and did you notice no disrespect men but not only was the timing right not only did god soften this woman's heart but it was a woman he went from one woman to another woman Moses is just a baby. He needed another woman. Amen. He needed a woman is what he needed right now to take him in. Amen. To look, to pull him in and to look after him. See, we are meant to be mothers. We're designed physically and spiritually, as we said earlier, emotionally to conceive and bear children and to nurture and raise children. And the motherly instinct in Pharaoh's daughter took over when she saw that child and she, she um, had compassion on him. And you know, when we seek God for our kids, when we trust God for our kids, no matter what age they are, he will send the right person to help them out of the water, amen? He will send the right person to help them out of the difficulty or the circumstance. He will send the right person to bring them out of the heart. And sometimes, ladies, we try to do everything. We, we make the mistake of thinking that it's gonna be us. We're the ones that have to pull them out of the water. We have to get them out of this. No, maybe God's gonna send somebody else to take them out. It may not be us this time, but you can be sure that God will bring somebody to lift them up out of the water. So let's continue, verse, verse seven. Then his sister was before her. Do you want me to go and get a nursing mother from the Hebrews so she can nurse the baby for you? This child is genius, isn't she? I'm like, wow, girl, I love you. Pharaoh's daughter said, yes, go. The girl went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter told her, take this baby and nurse him for me and I'll pay you. The woman took the child and nursed him. After the child was weaned, she presented him to Pharaoh's daughter who adopted him as her son. She named him Moses, saying, I pulled him out of the water. Don't you love that Miriam went along with that child? And don't you love, like, because you can imagine the Pharaoh's daughter, her heart is softened now. This must be one of the Hebrew babies. You know, her motherly instinct takes over. She wants to protect this child, but it's all going to be in her head. How am I going to feed the child? And then little Miriam pops up. Shall I go get one of the nursing Hebrew women for you? Duh. Praise God, she's a genius child. And it made me wonder, because we don't know, did Jochebed send her along? 
Did she tell him, go, tell her, go, keep an eye on your brother? Or did she just do that herself? And did she think about the, the weaning, the, the mothers nursing babies and all that herself? Because you have to remember that the Pharaoh's daughter sent her, go, go get one of the women. But who is she going to get? Naturally, she's <laughs> going to get Moses' mother, isn't she? This is genius, amen. This can only be God. And it certainly looks like a girl that was raised by a godly mother, amen. When we trust God with our kids, not only will he order our steps, but he'll order their steps as well, amen? He will cause them to make good decisions and wise decisions. Jochebed trusted God with her child, and not only did her child survive when he had a death sentence over him, but she got him back. God gave her her baby back. She saved his life. Then she trusted God with him, but she put him on the river. And God gave him back to her, amen? God gave him back. She trusted God and she got her child back. She got her child back. She could continue feeding him now, cuddling him, nursing him, kissing him, singing to him, praying over him, amen? And until he was weaned, and in those days, kids were three, four, or five by the time they were weaned. I know if he was mine, he'd have been five <laughs> by the time he was weaned. But you know what? She had him for that length of time. She had that precious time to sing over that child, to pray over that child, to tell him all about God, to tell him all about the plans that God had for him, to speak God's word over his life, to speak God's promises over his life. And on top of that, she received a wage for doing it. Amen. She got paid for what she would have done for free. That has to be God, doesn't it? When you get paid for doing for what, what you would have done free. Amen. God is faithful. Amen. Jochebed trusted God and she was empowered by God. And her son went on to be a great man of God. We all know the story of Moses, how he led the Hebrews out of Egypt. He... The very child that Pharaoh was trying to kill led the children out of Egypt, amen? He led them out of Egypt. How ironic is that, amen? Inspired by God, Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. You know, he brought the, the Israelites through the Red Sea, the Ten Commandments. He did so much. And not only that, but Miriam, do you remember she went on to do great things? She was prophetess. Aaron was the first high priest, amen? He was the first high priest. Her three children went on to do mighty things for God. She's some woman for one woman, isn't she? <laughs> you see, you know, ladies, we are so blessed. We are so blessed. We have an advantage over the women in the world that are trying to raise their kids without God. Godly mothers have such potential to influence the next generation. We have such potential. We have such influence. Our influence is powerful. We can raise godly men. We can raise godly women. We can raise men and women who will change the world for God. That's, that's how important our role is, amen? And yes, we're raising our children in a culture that's largely anti-God. But remember, joke about her people were in a foreign land, being treated as slaves, amen. And still she was able to raise three children to change the world for God. We can do it. We can do it, ladies. We can seek God and we can do it because he will help us when we do it. He will bless our kids. He will raise them up. He will open doors for them. He will prosper them. He will protect them. He will keep them well, amen. And yes, they may go through stuff. They're living in the world and they may go through stuff. And maybe, you know, some younger kids are going through stuff of your younger kids or maybe some of you that have older kids, they're going through some stuff right now. Maybe they're rejecting God now, right now. Maybe they think they don't need the things of God right now. 
Maybe they've moved into a different faith or a different religion, or maybe they're dabbling with drugs or alcohol or whatever it is. Maybe they're black backslidden. But you know what? The basket floated on the Nile right to Pharaoh's family, and that baby went unharmed. She put him in a basket, and he, rode flo he floated right to the enemy's family, and he went unharmed. Amen? He went unharmed. So God can do it. Do not give up on your kids. Amen? Do not give up. It's never too late for your kids. Can I just give you a few encouraging scriptures along that lines? Proverbs 22, 6. I'm reading it from the message version. It says, point your kids in the right direction, and when they're old, they won't be lost. Acts 16.31 says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Joshua 24.15, this is my favorite. We have it on a plaque in the hall. It was the first thing we, hood up, moved, we hung up when we moved into the house. It says, but as for me and my house, go back again, as for me and my house, did you get the important word there, as for me and my house? We will serve the Lord. Not mama will serve the Lord. Not daddy will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. Amen. In the message version, it says, as for me and my family, we'll worship God. And I love this promise. Psalms 102, verse 28. Listen. Generation after generation, our descendants will live securely. For you are the one protecting us, keeping us for yourself. Generation after generation, our descendants will live securely. You know, as I said, I read up on Jochebed, and there's not a whole lot there, as I said, about her. She's just an ordinary woman like you and me. She's just striving to be the best woman she can be, the best wife she can be, the best mother she can be. But in that striving to be the woman and the wife and the mother the best she could be, she seeks after God, and she allows God to help her raise her children. And look, here we are talking about her today. I just want to read a little excerpt that's online about her. You ready? Although we know little about Moses' mother, we find great significance in her revealed actions towards her son. Not only did she care, protect, and provide for him in unique and creative ways, listen, she was an instrument of God's purposes in the life of Moses and in the nation of Israel. You are an instrument of God's purposes in your life of your child. You are an instrument of God's purposes in the life of Ireland, amen, in the life of this country. You have such an important role, mums. As she lived out her life amid a rather desperate situation, she acted out of her faith in God, not in fear, and trusted God's work and God's leading. She didn't fear, she just trusted God and she trusted his leading. She's some woman for one woman, amen. Ladies, your children are from God. He loves them. He loves them. Amen. Think for a second about how much you love your kids. When you think about your kids and the love you have for it almost hurts, doesn't it? It almost hurts how much you love your kids. And God loves them a zillion times more. He loves them a zillion times more. And he wants you to trust him with them because he wants to empower you to be the best mother that you can be. He wants to empower you to be the best instrument you can be in their lives. And he wants, he wants your kids to grow up and serve him and love him and do things for him. And you as a mother have a huge part to play in that. So trust God with your kids. Pray for them. Don't ever give up on them. Amen. God would not have given you those kids if he didn't think you could handle them. 
please do not be overwhelmed this morning because you have whatever many kids you have or wherever they're at. If he didn't think you could handle them, he wouldn't have given them to you. Amen. So allow him to empower you to be a godly mother. Every child deserves a godly mother. Amen. Every child deserves a godly mother. And treasure every day with your kids, ladies. I know sometimes they get under our skin, don't they? They won't do what they're meant to do, or they kick up, or whatever it is, and you feel you're getting no break and no rest. But keep remembering they're a gift from God. They're a gift from God. So speak God's promise over them, encourage them, speak positively over them, and, you know, build them up. Children are a gift from God. And you know that scripture in Psalms 127, it says that children are a gift from God. Do you mind if I read it to you from the message version? I actually laughed when I read it. Are you ready? Psalms 127 in verse 3. It says, don't you see that children are God's best gift? The fruit of the womb, his generous legacy. Like a warrior's fistful of arrows are the children of a vigorous youth. Oh, how blessed are you parents with your quivers full of children. Listen to this. Your enemies don't stand a chance against you. You'll sweep them right off your doorstep. <laughs> and as I read that, I saw each and every one of you sweeping the enemy off your doorstep. So when you go home this morning, you get that sweeping brush out and you sweep the enemy off your doorstep. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Be encouraged today, ladies. I'm finished now, but be encouraged today. You are a good mother. You are a blessed mother. Amen. You are beautiful. You are strong. And you are doing a good job. Amen. You are capable. You have it together. You may not think you have, but you have it together. You are blessed and your home is blessed. You are wise. You are skillful. You are organized. You are enabled. You are empowered. And you are the best. And you know, above all, you're some woman for one woman. <laughs> Praise God.